listeners. Oh, we're we are really excited. We're really excited for this one. It's a ripe 11 a.m. and oh. we're going to talk about orgasms. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. We're yeah, ripe 11 a.m. We're um we're going to get right into it here, but we have a sexpert, Lydia here, mm-hmm. um, coming from the Protection Connection team. Um, we are more than happy and we are we're so over the moon to have Lydia here. We're talking all about I would say pleasure and achieving mm-hmm. orgasms. Yes, exactly. If you want to get into it. Yeah. First off, we can maybe do a little round of intros. I'm mm-hmm. Chloe. Oh, I'm Stella. <laughs> oh, I'm Lydia. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about orgasms. First, the orgasm gap is real. Orgasms are just one point in the spectrum of pleasure. It is not the measure of pleasure. What it looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like for the female orgasm. Oh, <laughs> you did hype a lot about my words. I know. <laughs> oh, Michael just set the tone. We're gonna talk about. <laughs> we're gonna talk about the clitoris, the labia, yes. the penis, the prostate, and more. Yes. There's no secret to an orgasm. It all boils down to communication with your partner and exploration. Yep. Yes. So Wise let's get words. into it. Wise words from Lydia, right there. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little rocky there at first, yeah. but um, Lydia, we kind of just wanted. To get right into how you got involved with just protection and connection mm-hmm. in general and like what sparked this whole passion for sexual health and all that. Yes, absolutely. Um, so my journey with like sexual health and sexual wellness kind of began in high school, like sophomore year. Mm-hmm. I had this like presentation from Planned Parenthood, you know. Uh, shout out Planned Parenthood. You yes. Uh, oh God, yeah. And it was just an amazing presentation. I felt like so heard mm-hmm. and I immediately knew that I needed to do this for the rest of my life. Totally. Um, and so I've been involved in sex ed and sexual wellness since then. I was like a peer sex educator in high school mm-hmm. and worked in a lot of different things with that. Um, and yeah, so I really wanted to get involved on campus. I did Sex Cafe my freshman year, nice. yeah. which is super fun. You just like talk about how gender influences your sexual life mm-hmm. and your sexuality and mm-hmm. everything that intersects with it. Mm-hmm. And it was very amazing. And then I got involved in the world of sex ed yeah. and sexual wellness at yeah. UO. Totally. And I found Protection Connection, which was only a year old then. So oh. it was a little baby program. Love it. Um, and, and how many people are involved with Protection Connection now? Yeah. So there are three student employees uh, that we have every year. And then we usually just have like one boss. Right now mm-hmm. our boss is on maternity leave and we yeah. have our amazing interim mm-hmm. uh, boss, Dakota. Mm-hmm. And so it's very exciting. Yeah. But yeah, usually only like four people. So, so it's a pretty small team. But it's it's crazy how it's even grown since we've been yeah. like working together. Yeah. Like, even yeah. in the last year. I don't know. I just feel like it's been... It's just been growing yes. immensely. Absolutely. It's awesome. I've done many of a packing party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then were you involved? So you were that involved with that freshman year and then you just hopped right over to Protection Connection after? Yeah, I just saw, you know, yeah. a uh-huh. handshake. I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> totally. Um, totally. And... Yeah, I just kind of jumped in and I was excited and I really wanted to bring more like education Mm -hmm. around Mm -hmm. sex Mm -hmm. and sexual wellness to the program. Totally. Uh, Because, yeah, I believe stocking and like giving you guys all sex ed supplies and safer sex supplies is amazing. But I think we all need to know how to use them Mm -hmm. and like know our bodies and know ourselves in relation to the world. Yep. Exactly. I so agree. Um, Mm -hmm. So then 
Let's just talk right. Let's just get into it then. Like more so about just this topic in general. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously. So Lydia sent us over some amazing little articles about just pleasure, Mm -hmm. orgasm, um, female orgasm in comparison to male orgasm. Honestly, I just think we should get right into the the main point, which is. Oh, should we? Yeah, let's just get into the main point of the overvaluing of. I took this quote. There's an overvaluing of male sexual pleasure and devaluing of female uh, sexual pleasure. Let's just unpack that right at the start. Yeah, I mean, automatically, I think, like, think of sex and how mm-hmm. we define it. It usually starts with an erection and ends mm-hmm. with ejaculation. Totally. Right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and that is crazy and not at all mm-hmm. what I think sex should be um, Absolutely. and really prioritizes the penis mm-hmm. and yep yeah so it's really not a surprise to me that we prioritize and that men and people with penises mm-hmm. are having more orgasms yeah, yeah. Um, also the clitoris was only fully mapped out in 1990, 1998. That's insane. Oh, so, my God. Like, it's only been 30 what? years. Wow. So there's a lot of inf- misinformation <laughs> and like lack of knowledge mm-hmm. about the clitoris, which is the main pleasure organ, or- not orgasm, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. organ in the wow. vulva and vagina. So... Wait, yeah. that is actually mind blowing yeah. to me. What's what did they, what did they map? Like, do you know much about the map out of the clit compared yeah. to like, I don't know what we knew before that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was kind of like discovered, and then people were like, "Shut up, stop talking yeah. about like women's pleasure and totally. put it away." Um, but this urologist, they were doing like surgeries mm-hmm. on the urethra, mm-hmm. and for the penis, they were like, "Okay, we got to make sure we yeah. don't like hit any of the erogenous zones." <laughs> oh my God. Mm-hmm. The yeah. like pleasure tissue we got to make sure and then for the vagina and the vulva they were like okay cut it in cut it out mm-hmm. let's go and this one urologist was like I wish I knew her name yeah. she deserves to have her name <laughs> Queen. known yes. Queen. Uh, she was like this is very screwed up um, and she was like no we need to map it out and mm-hmm. actually found that it mirrors the penis exactly um, just wow. like the opposite side and oh like learning that the clitoris is wow. like an iceberg it's not yep. just a little tip uh-huh. it's like all inside too mm-hmm. it like goes down around the like sides of the vaginal opening so that's wow. a lot of information <laughs> no but that's just so mind blowing yeah and more people need to know about it yeah especially how <laughs> recent yeah that is that is that's yeah. wild um what do you think that just in general male versus female like what do you think men need to be understanding about the female orgasm mm-hmm. that they aren't necessarily aware of at the moment yeah i think there is you know i'll i'll give them not them that's <laughs> versus them there is a lot of stigma around um men who can't quote unquote like sexually satisfy someone mm-hmm. um, but we don't like teach people how to do that yeah exactly we think that you can like uh, have penetrative sex and like mm-hmm. casually brush up against the clitoris and it's gonna like <laughs> make them orgasm yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be mind blowing um, and so yeah I think it's really scary if you're like I don't even know anything about the clitoris yeah. I don't know anything about like pleasure on mm-hmm. the vagina and the vulva and now I'm expected to do this and totally. we don't teach mm-hmm. anyone at all Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I think just knowing that penetrative sex, some people have orgasms mm-hmm. from, from it. Yeah, totally. people do. 
But the clitoris is the main pleasure organ. Organ. Yes, the clitoris is the main pleasure organ yeah. in the vulva vagina. Mm-hmm. So why are you not paying attention to it? Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually really crazy. This one... Um, they're like a human phys professor a few years back did a presentation here at the UO and doctor's recommendations are that people with vaginas and vulva should have five to seven orgasms before penetration. What? <laughs> yes. All right. I need that in like pamphlet form yes. that I can hand out to yes. people. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And just after the first date. Mm-hmm. All right, here's mm-hmm. this. Here's the little pamphlet. We'll stamp it this every time. Yeah. And then, you know, once we get to five or six, then we can yeah. keep going. Wow. Yeah, Wait, absolutely. so what's the reason behind that? Yeah. So when the vagina gets more lubricated, it makes mm-hmm. it less likely that there are like any micro abrasions, uh-huh. making it, mm. you know, easier if there are micro abrasions for STIs to be transferred. Mm. And also just like it's more pleasurable yeah. um, because obviously you need lubrication for penetration mm-hmm. um, to feel good totally. and for yeah. both parties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's the main reason. Yeah. It makes condoms work better because there's like mm-hmm. less friction yeah. um, and STIs are harder to transmit. Mm-hmm. Totally. Not impossible. Harder. Harder mm-hmm. to transmit. Mm-hmm. Got it. Wow. I know. It, when that I learned that, I was so like, wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of also just want to jump off one of the points that you said in the beginning. And I, we've been saying a lot, orgasm, orgasm, orgasm. Mm-hmm. But orgasms are just one point of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So yes. I kind of want you to like... I don't know. What do you mean specifically by that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I think because we live in a world where sex has been defined by the penis, Mm -hmm. um, I think ejaculation or orgasm is kind of our... Um, measure for pleasure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when that's not the case for a lot of people um, a lot of people don't have orgasms mm-hmm. and that is their normal a lot of people have orgasms but it takes them a really really long yeah. time and a lot of people have orgasms that takes them like three minutes Yeah. Mm-hmm. so there's just a really wide spectrum of orgasms and pleasure and mm-hmm. a lot of times when we focus on orgasms we leave out a lot of people in the conversation mm-hmm. um, and sometimes this pressure of like you need to have an yeah, orgasm for it to like be that. sex yeah Mm -hmm. totally it can like hinder your orgasm because you're in your head thinking you're like Uh well I need to have this or else I'm not having good sex and Mm -hmm. if I'm not having good sex what am I doing then yeah and for your partner too yeah Yeah. like I definitely feel sometimes that if I'm you know having sex and my partner really wants me to have an orgasm Mm -hmm. but like it's almost too much pressure that I just can't and then I feel bad not and that then, I should or but. you fake it yeah. like that's just a very yeah. common thing yep. I think it, I actually pulled a quote from what you said but 67% yes. 67% of women faked have faked an orgasm with a partner that seems Which like is, a low number I know right? <laughs> lower than I thought but yeah I don't know maybe that's just the people that are admitting it but mm-hmm. I don't know I just think that's super interesting how that's like that's just such a norm oh yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it's everywhere like I don't know, just watching different shows and stuff and things that like sex happens. I feel like most of the time Mm -hmm. I hear about women like faking an orgasm versus having Mm -hmm. an orgasm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I feel like the end of like you said in the beginning, which is a really interesting point right there was the end of sex is Mm -hmm. when the male ejaculates which Mm -hmm. is so true and interesting Mm -hmm. to think about because that's how is that the why should that be the end yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's kind of hitting me. It's like, it's just so true. It's just very interesting to think like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so how, and this is just something like maybe you can offer some advice for people, but in a sexual situation, how can someone go about like talking about pleasure? Exactly. In a way that's a little bit more open-ended. Cause I feel like a lot of the times either it's usually after I'm mm-hmm. having sex, my partner will ask me, did you have an orgasm? <laughs> yeah. Or and did I'm you like, come? Or something yeah, like that. Uh-huh. And you're like, what are you saying? Like, uh, how do you respond <laughs> to that? Like, if the answer is no, like, how do <laughs> yeah. you respond to that? Yeah. Um, I'm just curious if you yeah. have any advice yeah. on that. Um, well, I think the first step is really like self-exploration, you know, mm-hmm. in, like sex education, the show yes, when I, Amy I is I like, love that show. yes, it's amazing. Yeah. It's like, oh. as a sex educator, I'm like, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, I really love it. Uh, but yeah, the main guy, Otis is like mm-hmm. to says to Amy, what do you mean? Like, you don't know how you like to get pleasure. You should uh-huh. just go explore. And she has this like long, big montage. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, yep, yep. The hair dryer mm-hmm. and all the different mm-hmm. things. Oh. And I think that's so important. I think mm-hmm. everyone should to like, however much to the extent they feel comfortable, explore their body and what mm-hmm. pleasure looks like for them. Cause it's really different for some people. Some people are like, I really don't want a lot of like pressure, 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 mm-hmm. um, <laughs> or, uh, just like attention on the click. Cause I get overstimulated and there's mm-hmm. like erogenous zones all over the body. So maybe yeah. like, I need more like play with, like I want more kissing or I want mm-hmm. like more like touch different parts of my body rather yeah. than just like, my clit mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and so once you know that for yourself i think it's easier to communicate for your with your partner um but also just like i think there is a real lack of conversation of just like what is happening and like mm-hmm. if it's good or bad of like yes, yes keep going i like uh-huh. that or yeah. this is interesting let's try something yeah. Else. Yeah. this is interesting <laughs> yeah like i think incorporating that and making it less of like you need to do this and this and this mm-hmm. of like, I love it when you, yes. it would be amazing. Mm-hmm. It feels so like, you know, positive yeah. energy. Um, I agree with that. But also, yeah, it is difficult in this society we live in to talk about pleasure, especially mm-hmm. uh, when you're socialized as a woman to mm-hmm. talk about pleasure and to not be in the role of like a giver of pleasure, but yeah. um, in the receiving role. Yes. Because, yeah, I think there is a lot of pressure mm-hmm. for women to only give pleasure and then asking for it mm-hmm. seems like a burden or mm-hmm. you're asking for too much. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's so I think a lot of that, I mean, just kind of going off my own experience, I've had definitely like a journey of trying to like be confident enough, like in the bedroom to be able to have an orgasm. Totally. If that makes sense. Yeah. Especially during oral sex. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, like you're saying, like being socialized as a woman and being usually in the part of, um, giving an orgasm versus mm-hmm. receiving one or mm-hmm. like pleasure, however you want to say that. Um, like receiving oral sex can feel really vulnerable totally. and very like foreign or just like almost like the person is giving up so much yeah. to like do yeah. this for you. Mm-hmm. Like totally. you need to have this amazing orgasm. Totally, yes. totally. Where like to that point it becomes so overwhelming and overhyped mm-hmm. that a lot of times I can't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like you said earlier, you just, and I totally relate to this, but you, you get in your head mm-hmm, where you're mm-hmm. at this point where you're yes. like, should I be feeling something? Should I, should mm-hmm. I be like he's or whoever mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. like going down on you? Should you feel 
should you feel like you need to make mm-hmm. sure they know that this is good? Yeah, and so. a big part of like pleasure and achieving orgasm is emotional and mental. So when yeah. you kind of are overthinking it and blocking that out almost mm-hmm. to like try and do it too much, mm-hmm. that it just works against each other. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the problem with like orgasms being the destination and mm-hmm. rather like just like try to like have yeah. a pleasurable experience yeah. and just like try to have that time to connect totally. with your body and with your mm-hmm. partner. And then like if an orgasm happens, great, yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. If yeah. not, you still had like a good time yeah, and totally. it was pleasurable. Yeah. I, that's really good advice. Yeah. That's great to hear that. <laughs> I needed I, to hear that. I know. I'm like, I feel like I'm in therapy. This is so awesome. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree with that. I think that, again, it is the end game. That's what everyone wants is to... It's the orgasm, the orgasm, the orgasm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there's just so much more and enjoy the experience rather than getting in your head about it. I really, mm-hmm. yes. I definitely agree with that. Um, all right. Well, that was all the questions I had. Chloe, any other things you think we should dive into? Hmm. Let's see. We've definitely covered a lot. But I, <laughs> I feel like we've only scratched the surface. At I know. At the same time, there's a whole world of pleasure out there. Um, but I'd love to hear a little bit more if you have any advice for, I mean, we've talked about this mm-hmm. a little bit, but again, kind of like letting go of the need or feeling the need to achieve an orgasm to have like the successful sex, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Versus staying in the moment and, mm-hmm. you know, being comfortable and confident in the bedroom mm-hmm. um, to like allow yourself to just have you know, really pleasurable experience. I think, you know, as women or, you know, whatever my situation is, a lot of times I kind of like throw it out the window, like, oh, I'm not going to have an orgasm. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever, this is just like for fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, this is for them. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So kind of putting yourself first, if you have any advice for that. Yeah, absolutely. And I do think like, it would be ignoring a large part of sex if we mm-hmm. just said, like, you need to have an orgasm mm-hmm. every single time. And if you don't, like, you're not having good sex. Yeah, blah, exactly. Blah, blah. Because that's just, like, not the real situation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people have enthusiastic sex that yeah. they, like, recognize oh, as, like, definitely. a gift to their partner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame that it's usually on the, like, women's side with yeah. giving these gifts. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, and it's seen as, like, oh, my God. He did this thing. Wow. King energy. Oh, like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> King energy. <laughs> See, it's, it's a shame that yeah. like uh-huh. it is so unbalanced. Totally. But I think. Okay. Yeah. I think it goes back to just. It's a big question. It's a it's big a question. question. It is like so many things going on. I think it goes back to knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's like a lot of different avenues. I would advocate for everyone who has a clit, a vagina, a pussy, whatever you want to call it, to, like, do some research. Understand that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, like, find ways. You know, some people might be like, that's not very sexy to, like, in the bedroom be like, here's a model. Here's a diagram. This is where you should go. Yeah, (laughs) there are definitely, like, sexy ways to do it. Totally. Like, guide someone, lead someone's whatever body part where uh-huh. you want yes. it. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yes, there's action. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like, yeah. Why am I thinking of like pin the tail on the donkey? That's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> but yes, just like incorporate totally. some fun yeah. things. And yeah, learn. I think our like media also puts a lot of emphasis on different things like the big O and like the G spot mm-hmm. and all these different things. And it's just like, pleasure comes from different places in the body and once you recognize that and like find your own groove Mm -hmm. um 
And that can take a long time. That can take yeah. your whole life. Totally. That's not like one night, like you masturbate and then like the next, the rest of your life, you're sexually confident. And <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, 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 you know yeah. your body for the rest yeah, of your totally. life. Totally. But, you know, exploring and like having a constant checking with yourself and tapping into your sexuality and your mm-hmm. sensuality mm-hmm. by yes. yourself, I think is like so important mm-hmm. before you even get to like the partnered aspect. Totally. Yes. Um, and that's hard, especially it's like, when I think sexuality is very demonized, if it's mm-hmm. not being sexual, you know, sexualized, mm-hmm. it's like, can we like package this up and sell it? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. demonized and gross and like, don't talk to me about that. Mm-hmm. And so it's really hard for a lot of people to explore what that looks like for yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. so it's not easy at all, but I Definitely. think it's worth it. Yeah. And yeah. I really like that you said both um, your sexual identity, but also like your sensual. Totally. Yes. 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 Like yes. really being secure in that mm-hmm. can take you very far totally yeah i actually saw if i don't know if like let's say (laughs) i saw this really funny tiktok and it was about but not funny but it was it was (laughs) educational it was a woman who was i i'm pretty sure just i don't know maybe she was um a gynecologist some Mm -hmm, like she mm -hmm. was she knew she had a little she was a sex she had a model yeah she was a sex expert she had a model (laughs) and she's like Send this to the person (laughs) that you are, your partner, if they are doing something wrong. And she kind of, Mm -hmm. she mapped out like the clit, the vagina, all, Mm -hmm. all of it. And it was really, it was honestly pretty cool because if you're at that point with someone, send it to them. And like, it's a, that's a very powerful way to use social media because, or if you're, if, or if you and this person are like in a funny kind of mm-hmm. just hookup situation or whatever. Yeah, a little and bit it's more casual. A little more <laughs> casual, but it's funny because it, it like breaks she, the ice. It yeah. broke, it. yeah, and it broke it. It broke it down really well. I was yeah. watching and I was like, <laughs> I gotta send this to someone. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was it. Was that's another funny, interesting aspect of it mm-hmm. is the media obviously does have really terrible mm-hmm. stigmas around the whole thing, but. Mm-hmm. There's all these little little pockets yeah, there. Yeah. Little pockets in TikTok. Yeah, for yes. sure. I am a big advocate of sex ed TikTok. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's amazing. I need to get back on sex ed TikTok because it was great when I was there. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, all right. Well, I think that's all we have. But yeah. thank you so much, Lydia. Yes, that was, was pleasure. so fun. We want to have you back <laughs> every week, honestly. Oh, so we should yeah. keep it up. So, yeah, Same I learned a lot. So here. I'm yeah. glad. Oh. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We'll see you guys next week.